Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. He's known worldwide. You heard him. That's far. Mr. Toto. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host that knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Ornorf on the Toddcast coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorf. I'll be your party host for this evening. And along with me today, from parts unknown, he's the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild, the raging redneck himself, the co-host who knows most, Mr. Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it never matters because he's ready. Johnny, what's up, my friend? What's up, my homie? How you been? Good, man. How are you? Doing great, buddy. Doing great. Been a minute. It's been a minute, and I need to apologize. I've been going through some stuff, uh, personally, which we're not going to get into, which has caused me to not exactly be present the past few weeks, but uh, hey, all is good. All is good now, because I'm here, ready to rock and roll and strut and stroll and get it live in your ear holes. It's nice. I like that. <laughs> it's, back to be, it's back to be on the air, man. Dude, I'm telling you what. Stuff's going on in life. My my new equipment is – well, I'm breaking my new equipment. It's not even the equipment's fault. I'm in this room right now that has tons of echo. So if I sound like garbage, folks, I apologize. I'm just – enough of me. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Things are looking up after, uh, you know, what happened a couple weeks ago. I don't know if we even aired it yet or not. I can't remember. The truck getting totaled and, and right in, sitting in oh, front of man. my house. Yeah, so. But things are looking up. Hey. I got to give you a round of applause. Okay. Did you know that? I need to give you a round of applause. Folks, if you're listening, just take two seconds. Just give me one clap in your car or in your house. Whatever you do, just give me one clap. I'm Johnny scared. Simonetti. I'm scared. You came into this show, like, not really, like, you, you starting into podcasts, all this other jazz, all this cool, fun stuff. But I'm probably a different kind of host at times. Sometimes I don't tell you what the heck I'm going to do and throw a little surprises at you every now and then because I want a natural, real reaction. Right. Everything I say and do is methodical. And you, young man, this kid over here on the other side of my Skype screen right now, folks. <laughs> Call him a kid. He's like 15 years older than me. <laughs> this kid right here has survived one year on Todd Order on the podcast. Johnny, ah, thank you for spending well, all this time. Thank you for spending all this time with me, my man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, thank you. 
Heck yeah, it's been fun. I, I asked you like a year ago, like right around today. Yep. And you were officially on the show July 4th, but you committed this time last year. I want you to know that. And I That's appreciate awesome. you, man. I love you like a brother. You know what? You were a friend, and now you're my brother, man. That's right. That's right. I'll never forget that day. I got a message and said, hey, I need to talk to you. I got a question for you. And I'm like, I send you a message back on, on Messenger. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I said, hey, I'll tell you what. It's easy. It's just call me. I gave you my number. You called me. You you asked me to be the co-host. And I'm like, really? You hear how I talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> And shooting there's it. a pretty there's a, there's a pretty good contrast of styles. My Yankee butt and you're well, you're Johnny Simonetti. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so dude, it's been a year, man. I wanna I wanna reflect. I want a little bit of this to be like, not a little bit. I want a good portion of this little portion of the show to be about you, man. What have been your thoughts on the show? What are some of your favorite moments? What are uh, some things that you've learned along the way? And uh, like I always do, I put you on the spot. We didn't talk about this, so preach to him. No, yeah, uh, it's it, dude. It's been a lot of fun. We a lot of people talk about how it's it's people need that. You know, you do it not only because it's fun, but sometimes you just need it. And it, it, you asked me around the time that you know what I, I needed that. I needed that. Just getting on once a week and. Uh, you make fun of what I say and, you know, just get on there and chewing the fat and having a good time and making people laugh. And, you know, that's that's what it's about for me. I, I, that's what I enjoy the most. It's been a cool ride. And we, we finally got to meet up person to person this year, which was yeah, pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I met, I met a lot of people that I've been wanting to meet for a while this year. And I attribute it to podcasting uh instagram and tattooed in the wild and you know i just it was cool to meet as many people i have this year in person you know you put faces with names and and voices now it's not just that's what's been cool for me absolutely man that's one of the cool things about this you know is like the networking and the people that you get to meet that share the same similar passions you know And, and and that's one of the things i i was stressing about at PodCon when I was there and even up in Harrisburg, you know, we see all these people who have these shows and there might be a show that's really, really big and there might be a show that's not exactly big. They're just starting out. They don't have any shows under their belt, but you know what? They developed a passion for this stuff. And there's a, there's like a unique little brotherhood within this. I'll always say that and I'll say that till I shut this show down. There's a unique little brotherhood that you don't understand unless you're in it. Yep. Yep. Have you have have you discovered what I mean by that yet? By like the tight knit little brotherhood? Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yes, I've got it. I mean, you just—I know exactly what you mean by that. So, what were what have been some of your like? What are some of your favorite moments of the show? Things that we spoke about, things that we talked about, some of the laughs, whatever. I want to know because I I've never asked you this to be honest. This is for, folks. This is the first time I'm hearing this too. <laughs> Busting my boss. I mean, Lawrence, Lawrence. I'm glad Lawrence hadn't been calling in any and, and, and telling any stories. But getting my yeah, boss. He's gonna be 86. <laughs> Me getting my boss busted about some of the things we used to do back in the day. You know, that was some of those were some pretty good stories. Pretty good stories, I must say. 
definitely some of my favorites. Yeah, too. of course. When you get a little older, when you get a little older, you calm down a little bit. <laughs> no, there's a lot, there's a lot of things like I that like I go back to like without a doubt the first episode that you really blew up on personally was pee dripping buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Your epic. intro, your your intro was amazing. <laughs> your uh, you uh, you didn't even say the name of the show. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I just this I just wanted to bring this up because I appreciate you. I love you. You're my brother, and uh, I couldn't ask for a better co-host than I mean that. Yeah, I appreciate it, dude. That's gonna be part of a better show either, man. I tell you, I, I really enjoyed it. I just can't believe it's been a year already, dude. And, I know. And the reason I knew it was coming up on a year is because we started promoting the, you know, having a co-host on your show, and that actually popped up on my Facebook memories this week. And I'm like, damn, it has been a year. It has been a year, dude. So congrats and thanks for sticking with me, bro. Absolutely, brother. Are you guys still getting riots and protesters and stuff? Uh, in our town, everything has been peaceful here in our little town. No riots or anything here. Now, you know, you go two hours away down near Richmond and stuff. I think they had some riots down there. And some vandalism and toppling of, you know, monuments or statues, what have you. They're talking about changing the name. We've had, we have actually have a historic hotel in our town it's been called the stonewall jackson hotel a lot of people are uh, protesting against that and they say they're going to protest until they change the name uh, which is bullshit sorry but that's hey no 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 i totally agree with you you know the thing is my my high school and I'm really angry about this, okay? My high school is known as the Belfont Red Raiders. I'm putting it out there, folks. That's where I went to school. Belfont Red Raiders. Our mascot's an Indian, okay? Mm-hmm. A, there was a female whose name will remain nameless, and the only reason is because I don't remember it. <laughs> you know how I am. I'm not. I'm not. You know. You know how I am. I'm not afraid to throw. I'm not. A th- I'm not afraid to throw hands. Yeah. She's lucky. I forget who it is because it's really ticked me off. I'm proud to be a Red Raider. I was an athlete, and I'm proud to represent Belfont Red Raiders. So, change.org apparently is a place where you can go and start petitions. And this lady, two years behind me in school, she uh, started a petition to have the Red Raider change because it's Native American, and it's offensive. Mm-hmm. I am Native American three times over. I got three different tribes in me. Guess who is proud to be a Red Raider? Guess who is not offended by any means uh, that it's an Indian, that the name is Red Raider? I am far from offended. I think it's freaking awesome. Yep. And you know what? It sh- it, you know what? It shows guts and it shows resilience if you keep it there, if you ask me. Now, change.org, there was a little bit of a rebuttal. Someone saw what was going on with this petition. That was signed, by the way, by 2,500 people, Johnny Simo. 2,500 people, 2,500 people signed to have that name changed. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to lie. Straight up, that chat to my sack, dude. Oh, yeah. But somebody went on change.org 
and had a petition to keep it. And they didn't get 2500 They got 4000 Good. To keep it. So you know what? You people, smart. Thank you. Because let me tell you something. In a town of 6,000 people in Belfont, Pennsylvania, changing the mascot of a high school is not going to change the world. You want to change the world? Worry about hunger and health care. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know what kind of BS you're trying to pull in a small little podunk town called Belfont, PA. Trying to change a mascot ain't going to do nothing to nobody. Nope. Um, nobody I'm, in the next town. Nobody in the next town over is going <laughs> to care. Nobody is going to care if Belfont is still called the Red Raiders. No. Well, I don't know if you're familiar because I think we talked about it uh, within. I, I think so. I think we may have talked about it over the past year. At least you all had a petition to either change it or not to change it. Here in my town, our high school was called Robert E. Lee High School. Okay. Robert E. Lee, Lee High School has been the name forever. We didn't even get a chance to sign a petition. The school board went in and said, no, we're changing the name. We don't like the name. The name is gone. And here's the ironic thing. There was a list of names to pick from. Now, however, people did get to vote on the name. You didn't have a choice. The name was going to get changed one way or the other. Okay. They voted to change the name back. To Stanton, I wish I wish I knew we were going to get on the subject. I'd have a little more facts in front of me. They decided to change the name back to Stanton High School. Okay, Stanton High School back in the day was a whites only school. You had you had at Stanton High School, and then you had Booker T. Washington High School, high school. So they changed the name back to when it was a whites only school. They, it was segregated. Right. So. How smart was that name change? I'm sorry. I, I, exactly. I told everybody, I said, if they, if they change it back to Stanton High, I'm going to laugh my ass off. And I have. It's bullshit. Yes, it is. A name, this whole thing a name is doesn't stupid, hurt anything. Man. No, it is. This kind of crap drives me crazy. Dude, my in my town... Belfont. Uh, this lady was probably there who made this, uh, who made this uh, petition of change.org. Dude, I'm driving through my town, and the courthouse of Center County is very close to my home. And I'm pulling up, and dude, there's like 300 protesters. I'm like, this is Belfont, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Nobody. What? Not Belfont. Nobody cares about where Belfont is. Nobody cares about – it's a historic town. Belfont is known because we have four governors from my little 6,000 6, population hometown. Six gov- Four governors have come from there. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So what did they do to that? It's right there in the middle of the courthouse where everybody was. Took chalk, was doing all this other stuff, writing all over everything. We have this beautiful display for veterans who died right there in the middle of the town. It's gorgeous. A lot of money was spent. People yesterday were trying to to, to cause damage to it and stuff, and it's Belfont, Pennsylvania. It's not a Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's not a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's not a Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Poconos. It's Belfont, Pennsylvania. Yep. What did marching up my street yelling justice for Osaze and Black Lives Matter 
What did what did that do to anybody besides just stare at you? Nothing. Right. And I'm not being and this is me not being sensitive to things in the world right now cuz clearly I like controversy at times because I speak my mouth, but I understand sometimes you got to tread lightly. Johnny, you and I have issues with that at times, but right now the world's kind of jacked up and this is me not being sensitive. This is me being real. And I think at times like this, people are not real enough because they're afraid. They're afraid to speak their mouth because people are going to get butt hurt. Everybody's going to get irritated. People are going to talk bad about you behind someone's back because, oh, you're not going on with the big popular trend right now. Screw that and screw you. You got to be real in situations like this because it's ridiculous. Agree. If you want change, <laughs> if you want change, that is awesome. That is awesome. But let me tell you something, being real and straight up, nobody in my town whose house you marched by cared about what you were doing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's there's a way to get your point across. And what's going on in, in, in today's world, that's not the way you do it. That's You're trying to change something. All you're doing is tarnishing what you're trying to change, as far as I'm concerned. Your actions are just making everyone look stupid. And I, I'm not sure the word I'm trying to use, and I don't know. But what's going on is not helping what they want to change. No, it's not. The, the, what they're trying – approaches everything, dude. Approaches everything. And, you know, I've always wondered, and I – I've, I was talking about this the other day. I can't remember who it was, or else I'd give you a plug. Thanks for the chit-chat. <laughs> but I was having this conversation just about what a protest would be like, or like why like nobody would ever do it here, because nobody... I, I don't want to say nobody cares here, because clearly people do. And that's fine. If you're passionate about something, man, you charge, you do whatever you can. Do whatever you can. But this is Belfont, Pennsylvania, man. I get it. Listen, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand the purpose of it and what they were trying to do. So therefore, well then, Todd, why are you so angry about it? I'm not angry about it. I just don't understand what it's going to do. Nothing. Nothing. What's, what, what was the march supposed to tell us? What was the march supposed to open our eyes to? I don't know, and I watched it. <laughs> straight up you know what i was doing which i bet you a lot of other people were doing if you're going to do this protest protesting stuff and you're going to march up and down streets don't do it when you got to wear a mask because i'll tell you what i did i was trying to figure out if i knew anybody because mm -hmm. you couldn't tell because they were wearing a mask how effective was your march yep if you're going to try to make a statement at least think about the time exactly that's what that's that's what makes, it, it does. That's what pisses me off. Why, if you're going to do something, why do you need to hide behind a face mask? Or, you know, why do you want to keep your face hidden? Because you don't want to be seen as an idiot and you don't want to get in trouble. I, the, the, the thing that pisses me off is the total disrespect of the police officers that are there to try to keep the peace. However, they're being attacked. That shit drives me crazy. Yeah, dude. It's, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I got a credential tonight, Johnny. And after this crap, <laughs> hold on, folks. I need to swig my stuff. Go right ahead.
Johnny? Yes, sir. I caught a... I was a part of... Let me see how to say this. Because uh, it could be taken multiple ways. I released a raccoon today. You released a raccoon, okay. My work... I don't ever talk about my job. But I will talk about my office, okay? Yep. My office is a house attached to this facility and yesterday we noticed there was a hole in our wall so <laughs> we have also we have also seen a raccoon in our house in the attic in my office so which was weeks ago by the way this is like three or four weeks ago we, this raccoon was spotted. So it's been in there a while. But we saw a new hole today with items that are used often knocked over and on the ground. Okay. When we entered our when we entered our office today. I'm sorry, yesterday. When we entered our office yesterday, we noticed there were items on the ground. So we're like, well, we know there's a creature in this house. We've seen them. <laughs> so... We we get this we get this uh, catch and release trap, and uh, we take it up in the attic with a, with a little bit of cat food, dude. <laughs> we get to work this morning, and sure enough, we don't hear nothing. We're like, come on, we know it's up there. We've seen it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what did we do? What did what what did we do wrong that it wasn't there? I was the last guy to get to work this morning, and uh, I get a picture of this cage, and there was a raccoon inside of it. We caught the freaking raccoon, Johnny. Nice. This was a cute little turd, man. I'm telling you. But I was told that um, uh, I was told that when they entered the building, you couldn't hear nothing. I did miss that part, but I was told about it. That's how I know that part. Um. I go, I, I arrive at work, man, and there's this big, humongous tree. It's like 22 inches in diameter or something like that, maybe more, 30. And uh, there in the shadow, in this cage, was uh, Racky Raccoon. That's what we named him. Racky Raccoon. I wanted to, we wanted to keep him as a pet. Okay. We wanted to build a cage. We wanted to build a cage out there. So what we did, we went down to the kitchen area and we're like, "Hey, can we get some coon food?" They're like, "What are you talking about? Like, we just caught a raccoon. We need to feed it. We don't know how long it's been in there. It's probably <laughs> eating insulation up in the ceiling, whatever. Give us some food." So dude, we got some carrots and apples and some water and healthy little guy. And then we went and released them today. But we caught a dude. We've been in this office late at night and there's been a raccoon roaming. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Let one of them get a hold of you. I will pop it right in its nose. Sorry, PETA, <laughs> but I'm not going to get eaten alive. You and I have had our conversations. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Oh, dude, it was cool. It was probably about a year and a half, two-year-old one. Okay. But its coat wasn't all that nice because, you know, it's summertime and stuff. But it's been in, it's been in that office for a while. We've known about it, but... Uh, so yeah, dude, we had Racky Raccoon. We drove him into this uh, really big, humongous forest and just 
we let him loose and he roamed off and he turned around and waved goodbye. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> Have you ever listened to, uh, oh shoot, I'm having a brain freeze now. Oh man, never mind. Just skip it because I can't remember his name. He does a, he plays, he plays in a lot of movies with The Rock. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart does one of his stands up. He's talking about a raccoon. He wanted to get out of where he lives at because he has a catcoon. A catcoon. A raccoon walks up on his deck, points his fingers at him, goes bang bang, grabs, him, <laughs> grabs, grabs, grabs his balls and gives him the finger. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Give that a listen. Kevin Hart the raccoon story. Yeah. That's a good one. That's funny, man. Okay. 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 I saw something today. Dude, do you have the Newsbreak app? Do you listeners use the Newsbreak app? Does anybody use the Newsbreak app other than me? I don't. It's like I, lo- I try to stay away from It's like local news and stuff for, like, your hometown. Okay. Which is kind of cool. You know, like, you got to know what's going on. But um, you can also get news from, like, elsewhere or whatever. And, dude, I'm telling you what. I got this one today, Johnny Simo. And uh, listen to this. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Rhode Island officially removed. If I could talk, I would tell you. Okay, (laughs) let me try this again. Take two. Rhode Island officially removes Providence Plantations from its state name due to its slavery connotations. Come on, man. Yeah, again. Come on, man. Seriously, and th- we're not being we're not being unsensitive to the African Americans. I promise you, if you're black, that's awesome. I got black friends. You know what? I think they're pretty cool. Guess what? You listening? If you're black, you're probably pretty cool. I don't have anything negative to say, but I just I don't understand what's bad about history, Johnny. You know what history does? We can use this in our personal lives. History teaches you life lessons, man. So why erase life lessons? Why erase teachings? Come on. No. Can somebody tell me why these things are bad? Why we need to take down Robert E. Lee's school? Why we need to change the Red Raider? Why do we need to change this crap that I'm talking about now? You know, one of the things that I think about... Johnny, you're older than me, just a little bit. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember Sam Kinison? Yeah. Funny dude. Yeah. He he was big in the eight. He he had his time, where there was no stand up oh, yeah. comedian bigger than him. Maybe at one point Andrew Dice Clay. Who knows? But Sam Kinison was at the was at the the uh, Playboy Mansion one time. Okay. And it ended up being like a really wild night. And shots were fired. Bang, bang. And they went through this sign at the Playboy house. And it was up for years and years and years. And then they took it down because of the bullet holes. Just because of bullet holes. Because it it represented something negative. That's history to me. You, I think if, if something <laughs> if something happens on this planet, you should not remove it. Why? Because everything tells a story. If I die tomorrow, I want there to be a story. I want there's I want something to happen. I want I want 
the things I did to never be erased. Can you think about these these names that were changing because of people who did things in the world? We're erasing them. It's like we're trying to erase things that they did. The, the, thing mm-hmm. at, the thing at the Playboy Mansion might not be a big deal, but that's something that for some reason has always stuck with me. You're taking it down because of bullet holes. There's a story behind that. It wasn't negative. Nobody died. Nobody. It was, they were just having too much to drink. Shots were fired. They were playing with guns. Don't do that, children. But still, there's a story to be told there. But they took it down because it's a bullet hole. I don't know. <laughs> Something, just things like that bother me, man. I understand that. I totally understand it. One of the guys that I have looked up to is no longer with us. Uh, Party too hard in the 80s. Actually, for some, somehow, some way, he survived the AIDS. It didn't kill him. Complications from a car crash did. But, you know, he said when he dies, he wants his career to mean something. He wants it to, you know, he wants it to be talked about. You give your, you give your heart and your soul to something, you don't want to be forgotten. You want things to just, you want somebody to talk about your efforts, talk about your feelings towards whatever it is you were trying to accomplish. And if you did how you did it so the next person can prosper too. All of these things that the world is trying to change are life lessons for people. And you're trying to take them away. So what are you going to do? Find a new way to start over? Something's going to happen again. This is the world. No one's perfect. Is what, yep. I'm, is what I'm saying making sense? Or is my 33-year-old dumbass saying something wrong? No, sir. I, it makes perfectly good sense to me. I agree with it. I'm surprised I'm not drinking more talking about this. <laughs> I'm I'm on two sips. This, better I, than the other week. Ah, better than the other week when we talked. <laughs> tell you, right now it's better than a few other weeks. These folks just don't know it yet. <laughs> awesome. Let we had we had a code word we had a code word that night. Yeah, do you remember what it and was? It came. It, yeah, it came from me. This was ah oh, shit. <laughs> if you randomly hear oh yeah, it means we're drinking. <laughs> Every time there was yep. a set. Let me tell you about my. Let me tell you like where I'm at right now and what I'm doing. I'm uh, currently sitting in a really hard chair. My butt is sore. I uh. I'm drinking 1792 small batch. Thank you very much. You don't sponsor us yet, so screw you. Um, and I'm challenging. Ain't getting it now. I ain't getting. I'll just take that back. Yeah, I love you guys. Sponsor me. Sponsor me. <laughs> so I don't want to pay for your stuff no more. So, uh, so I'm having whiskey. I'm sitting here. Got two credentials on the table. I got my phone charging. I got a USB mic because my awesome XLR mic is jacked up because I broke it and I'm eating butter bread, baby. Butter bread. Oh, that's because I have an empty plate of spaghetti here too. I was trying to eat. Before, oh, I, I was trying to eat before we went on the air, so I didn't get yelled at again. I saw you. I knew you had spaghetti there too, because I was just getting ready to say. Because as soon as you said you had butter bread, I was waiting to see a spaghetti butter bread sandwich. No, dude, you can't do that. That's gross. Oh, bull crap. What are you talking? You can't put butter with spaghetti, dude. If you're going to oh, make, yes. you know, no, no, yes, you can. watch your lips. All right. Watch, watch your lips. You don't know what you're missing. Yeah, first of all, I'm trying to educate you on the fine cuisine of spaghetti and butter bread. No, let, let, nobody puts 
spaghetti on the butter on the bread. You just get the bread and put the spaghetti on it. No, no butter when you add the spaghetti. No, no. What are you talking? Butter bread. You can't butter your butter noodles bread. with the bread if there's sauce on it. Email, email him. People out there listening. What you are you take, talking about? You take butter bread, hold it in your hand. You take a big freaking scoop of spaghetti, pop it down in the middle of the bread, fold it like a hot dog bun, and eat it like a sandwich, like a hot dog. It's the best ever. No. Email Todd and tell him I, I'm right. No. got to do it. You got to do it. No. <laughs> no, you don't butter your spaghetti if there's sauce on it. Yes, you do. Yes. Hell of an an argument you just gave me there. Uh, It is. Yes, you do. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what to say. (laughs) Yes, indeed, it's delicious. I remember doing it all the time. By the time I got done eating my spaghetti, I'd be four pieces of bread in with butter on it. Oh, yes, it's delicious. Okay. Every time you eat spaghetti, do you have to have the bread? Uh, No. No, I don't have to have it. No. Is it better when you do? Yes, for me it is. Dude, do you know how bad spaghetti is for us? I love spaghetti, man. My favorite food in the mm-hmm. world is my Graham's spaghetti. And, yeah. I, and I always use bread, a, bread with no butter. I was raised right. So, uh, <laughs> but dude, you get those carbs from that freaking noodles, and then you got, oh, wait, seven slices of bread here, too. This is awesome. There, hey, now, there you got to keep there now, you gotta, my waistline. Hey, you, You've got to keep in mind, this was back, you know, I don't do it very often now, but when I was a kid, 15, 16 years old, absolutely. You got to realize we had spaghetti once a week in our house. Yeah. You know, my, my stepmom, yeah, my stepmom, she got, she got my grandma, uh, Simon Eddie's recipe on how to make spaghetti sauce. And it was homemade spaghetti sauce. It wasn't this shit from a jar, which I must say, I do eat spaghetti from spaghetti sauce from a jar, but this was homemade spaghetti sauce. And it would we would have that at least once a week. Oh, it was I loved it. What kind of sauce out of a jar? What brand? If you say one, Ragu. If, what? Ragu. You, stop it. Ragu. Folks, we are having applications for new co-hosts. We uh, we almost made it a year. It's been a heck of a run. Thir- exactly thirty-seven. Um, Threats of 86ing and uh, 38 is now official. We you can send <laughs> you can send your applications in on the podcast at gmail.com or Todd Order on the podcast on Twitter. So uh, are you kidding me? Wow, what do you eat? First of all, what kind do you eat? First of all, you don't go ragu if you have to pick. One of the top two, which is Ragu and Prego, you without question go Prego. But my favorite choice, I think it's even cheaper than them, to be honest with you. Well, no, it's probably about the same price as Ragu. Francesca Rinaldi, you ever hear of them? I don't think I have. You never heard of Francesca Rinaldi? No. It's... No. The, the tomato, basil, and garlic. That's what I'm talking about. But ragu. Okay. Yeah, sauteed onion and garlic. Mm-hmm. You know, you know one thing I learned about having you as my co-host. What's that? 
There are so many questions I need to put on my freaking advertisement for a new co-host. I have things I need to know because I can't deal with this anymore. This talk about stress and anxiety. I don't really have. <laughs> I don't even have enough pills for that right now. Ragu. <laughs> Ragu. On purpose. Absolutely. If somebody gave it to you, I'd understand. Maybe. Guess what, you're getting, guess what you're getting for Christmas? What's that? Anything, some, some but, rag, anything but ragu. Okay. I do have a cool story about spaghetti, and it involves Dreamer. Whoa! No, it's not what you're thinking. Santa baby. <laughs> not what you're thinking. So Dreamer was working late one night, and I said, Bale, I said, I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and fix this a pot of spaghetti so you don't have to worry about fixing supper when you come home. Dreama normally cooks all the spaghetti, but Dreama doesn't like cooking deer burger because she said she doesn't like the way it smells. So I got thinking in my mind, I told her, I said, I'll go buy everything, make spaghetti tonight. So I made the spaghetti. I put, of course I put deer burger in it. Of course we're sitting down, we're eating. She gets done with her plate. She goes back in, gets another plate. She's halfway through that. And I was like, so, babe, how'd you like the spaghetti? She said, oh, it was good. I said, uh-huh. She said, you put deer meat in this, didn't you? I said, you're damn right I put deer meat in it. I said, so I don't want to hear you complain the next time I'm telling you I'm making deer spaghetti. She said, and here's what's her, here's what's her response. She said, I knew it tasted different. But that's <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. They can't let us have that victory, can no, they? They can, they can never. No. You should have said that's because I didn't use ragu this time, and then you would have been safe. Oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I use Fra- I use Francesca Rinaldi. Francesco Rinaldi. Yeah, man. I have to look for that. I'm gonna write that down. I'll look for it. Johnny, you making any TikToks lately? Uh yeah, I made one. Um, I made one yesterday, as a matter of fact. I'm gonna have not to much. It was just it was just a, a slideshow. Okay. Yeah, not much. Hey, real quick here before we sound off, what? Uh, how was your Father's Day? It was good, brother. It it was. We had a good Father's Day. Father's Day also coincided with Dreamer's birthday. So oh, it was, happy yeah. birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Dreamer! 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 Happy birthday to you! Hey, happy birthday, Dreamer. I, I got up early Sunday morning. And I was like, you know what? I know we're going out to eat later for her birthday. I was like, I always cook on Father's Day. So I went to Kroger's and bought me two big-ass steaks and threw them on the Cuisinart. And that's what I had for breakfast on Sunday morning. How was that? It was delicious. Do you use any uh, any reload? Absolutely. Yeah. That's all I cook with is reload. Yep. Put uh, coated one down with Magnum and coated the other one down with fully loaded, and we went to town. What's that? I said I coated one down with reload rub uh, Magnum and the other one with um, fully loaded and went to town on them. I gotta get some Magnum, dude. You do. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to order uh, my second jar, my second bottle next week because I'm almost out. Dude, I don't. This I haven't had time to grill. You know what it's like being the busiest man in America. Let me tell you about it. It sucks. 
right? <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't have time for nothing. Especially if you don't have time to grill. That's 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 you Dude, need to take some time off. I don't even have time to shave. I don't have. Look at you, you handsome son of a gun. <laughs> I see, I see you getting a little uh, grosser going on over there. A, a little gray, a little gray. No, yeah. I said gross. I didn't say gray. Oh. Well, there quit, is some quit, right there. But. Quit talking about my growth, Johnny. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, my name is Todd Orndorff, folks. I very much thank you for listening, staying with us, and tuning in each and every week. We are at 17 countries. Maybe Johnny this week will get 18. So, folks, thank you very much. My name is Todd Orndorff. Out. Peace. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Todd. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host. That knows most, and that's Johnny, and I'm Todd.